pledge allegiance to the fags who run all of America and to all the filth for which they stand, feces eaters, under Satan, disease spreaders, hating liberty, denying justice to all. You pledge allegiance to the flag, knowing God hates America and all the sin for which she stands. God-haters, under Satan, united in evil, hating liberty, denying justice to all. We pledge allegiance only to God and pray He destroys America and all the people in the land. More dead soldiers, more lost limbs, taking vengeance on the disobedient, bringing His justice to all. February 19th, 2021, coming up on the program today, keeping your children healthy by forcing them to drink pee. Plus, remembering the greatest thespian of our generation, Anna Nicole Smith. A peanut butter sex freak and mainstream news has discovered the term simp. I want to come while I eat your smelly, hairy, wet pussy. Please, no confessions involving children. Is Miss Vagina thinking about Mr. Penis? Don't miss the great snatch. It's the Distorted View Show with Tim Hansen. Tim back here with you one more time as we end the week with Friday one. Got a great show for you today. We start with two of my favorite things. Deaf people talking and discrimination. This clip has so much more than than just those two things. We've got an angry professor who ultimately will probably lose his job. This might just be my favorite clip of the week. All right, so here is the situation. Let me give you the backstory. Ventura Community College is the scene. The professor is speaking. It's a Zoom class, though, so all the students are at home. They're on camera, though. And the professor is uh, annoyed with one student in particular because she is not responding when he asks her questions and uh, her head is turned like she's talking to someone else. You know, just like a student not paying attention, basically. Uh, so the professor calls her out. Miss Salazar, I've been talking to you, Miss Salazar. No, I can hear you a little bit. It's at that moment the professor should have been like, huh, she sounds weird. Maybe I should back off, not continue down this line of uh, berating her. Yeah, so she's like, I'm going to hear you. That's not how someone with fully working ears talks. You're supposed to be smart. You're a tenured professor. Read the room, asshole. But no, he just, he continues. Uh, Miss Salazar, I've been talking to you, Miss Salazar. Uh, I can hear you a little bit. You can hear me a little bit? Why didn't you answer all the times I answered? I spoke to you then. No, no, you misunderstood. It's not like her volume's down or you're breaking up. She can only hear a little bit. She's got 10% hearing in her left ear, and that's pretty much it. You know, thank you. Thank you. Why don't, you, why don't we talk sometimes? Why don't you email me? We'll set up a live Zoom, and we're going to have some real communication at some point in time, yeah. okay? Maybe you can have your counselor join us. Yeah, get ready for some real schooling. Wow, he's pretty angry. You know, what? the thing about college is that, you know, you're paying all this money to attend classes. You are paying. So if you don't pay attention, that's that's kind of your problem. The professor should just, you know, do his thing. Teach the course. If you don't pay attention, there should be no skin off his sack. This isn't high school anymore. If you don't pay attention and you flunk out, that you know, you just wasted 50 grand or 100 grand or whatever. It, you know, it's just, it's, it's on you. Okay. Do you hear me? Kind of. That's the whole point. Okay. Wonderful. Do that. Professor, she's actually hard of hearing, so her translator goes in a little bit. She can't respond, like, right away. So, there, you know, finally another student pipes up and is like, hey, dipshit. She's working with a translator. How come the professor doesn't know that, but other students do? Well, that's right. 
because the professor is tenured and doesn't give a fuck. She's not paying attention. She's not trying. Are you her translator, Abigail? It's slower on her end because she needs to get it translated and then goes to her hearing piece. Okay. So her, okay. So her, Salazar, have your counselor speak with me because you've got too much distraction to even understand what's going on. Yes, I do because my translator is next to me explaining me everything that he's saying. Okay. Yeah, that so, maybe just have them teach you the whole class. That makes sense to me. <laughs> I don't know. I don't understand it. It was up to this point where I was like kind of giving the professor the benefit of the doubt. All right, he's seeing this person, you know, on camera, one of his students laughing and talking to someone else that that they, he can't see. She's obviously she looks distracted. He doesn't know that she's deaf. But then when, you know, after he learns about it, he's like, well, just have your translator teach you then. You got too much going on to even understand. He really slides into dick territory. This is a dumb question, but like, uh, so the professor is teaching. The student can't hear everything. And so there's another person sitting next to the student who's also listening. That's the translator. And so when the deaf girl has a question about what the professor said, the translator relays that information, like t- tells her what the professor just said. Why Why doesn't she just turn up the volume? I mean, she can sort of hear. She's just having another person s- speak to her that's, uh, that's closer. You know what I mean? I mean, I guess I don't understand how deaf people work. I see you laughing and smiling and giggling with somebody else. It doesn't seem to be like... Why should I be in a bad mood? You shouldn't be in a bad mood. You exactly. should be paying attention to class. I'm in a good mood. All right. Whatever. Okay. Wait. In your terms. Whatever. Okay. All right. I'm not arguing. I understand. You understand? I didn't understand what she said there. Yeah. Have your counselor talk to me. That seems to be his big threat. Yeah. You get your counselor to talk to me. We're going to have a nice meeting. Have your counselor speak with me, period. I know. I have no problem. I wouldn't want you arguing with me. Okay. Okay. Like I'm disrespecting you and you're just like attacking me. Okay. Okay. I, I said, okay. I'm not, attack- not attacking you. I'm, I'm just significantly disappointed in you. Yeah. Why do you have to be so deaf? Okay. That's all. That's all it is not attacking you in the future stop being so hearing retarded all right okay forget the caustic sensor reflex it doesn't matter you guys read about the caustic sensor reflex i hope you don't fall down if you if you understand it you'll recognize how you maintain your balance well that professor seemed rather annoyed and he got kind of worked up but that's okay he's gonna have some time to relax Yes, he's been placed on leave pending further investigations. I'm guessing he'll be fired eventually. Gotta be careful, teachers. Everything is being filmed these days. Speaking of interesting things being filmed, I ran across an X-rated movie from the 1970s. I don't know how popular this film was. I don't know if it's like Debbie Does Dallas, you know, something everyone knows about, except for me, apparently. I don't think that's the case. This sounds a little too bizarre to be mainstream. The movie's called Confessions of a Teenage Peanut Butter Freak. The title intrigued me because I am also a peanut butter freak. Love peanut butter. The character in this movie has um, a a different relationship with, with peanut butter, though. Here's the synopsis. Ever since being sexually traumatized as a young man by his aunt, Billy has had an unhealthy association between peanut butter and sex which leads to the inevitable question what the hell did his aunt do to him something with peanut butter apparently after his latest date leaves him he meets priscilla an equally odd woman as the two strangers decide to share stories of their unusual erotic experiences billy begins to realize that he may have finally found the girl of his dreams but can their budding romance survive the ultimate sexual test It's one of the strangest films to emerge from San Francisco's underground erotic film scene. Needless to say, 
I was interested, and I set about trying to find a copy of this thing. I'm talking about it to you right now, so obviously I did find a copy, so I've got some clips I would like to share with you. First up, at the beginning of the movie, we find our protagonist here, the peanut butter freak, uh, going on a date with a girl. He's at a nice restaurant, right? This is a real date. There's candles on the table and everything. Very romantic. Waiter! Yeah, anything interesting happen at the bank today, Brenda? Just the routine deposits and withdrawals. Well, this conversation is getting steamy. Your order, sir? Um, another open-faced peanut butter sandwich, please. Will that be chunky or smooth this time, sir? Chunky. All right, so like the synopsis read, uh, this date does not go well. And uh, on his way home, Billy stops to get gas. The gas attendant is a, a girl that he knows. He must have went to school with her or something. And her shift is about over, but she doesn't have a, a way home. Well, this bitch is going to bribe Billy. Hey, Billy. I'm off in 10 minutes. That would be swell. Yeah. I'll try some of your natural peanut butter and then obviously slit your fucking throat because I'm a psychopath. I mean, doesn't this just sound like a guy who is going to murder a woman in the middle of the night? Gosh, that would be swell. Oh, she knew how to get him to do her bidding. Just dangle that PB in front of him. He can't resist. Sure enough, he drives her home, uh, and she makes him a a peanut butter sandwich. He likes it, and uh, things get awkward here. Billy, are you always this nervous around girls? Well, um... Can't you relax with me? It's it's not you, um... It's just that... Well, when I was a kid... My aunt made me lick peanut butter off her cunt. I had some ex- experiences. Mm-hmm. That's what it has to be, right? What else can you do with peanut butter? <laughs> Moments before this clip started, he spilled uh, a bottle of wine, a glass of wine, because he was, you know, nervous. I, uh, when I was 15, I used to, um... Used to what? Uh, Macrame? Billy, there's nothing to be ashamed of. Macrame is a fun crafting technique. Don't be ashamed. Masturbate? Yeah, yeah. I used to masturbate a lot. God, whatever happened, his aunt really did a number on him. There's about to be a flashback sequence, so we're going to find out what exactly went down. This friend of mine gave me some sexy magazines. Now we're heading into the flashback sequence where he's uh, on his bed jerking off to the magazine. Apparently his Aunt Opal is visiting. Mom's not around. Aunt Opal's in the living room. Billy is lost in masturbation. He has his eyes closed, even though he's supposed to be looking at this magazine. Meanwhile, Aunt Opal opens up the door to Billy's bedroom to give him a peanut butter sandwich. She sees what Billy's doing and sort of tiptoes over very quietly to confront him. What on earth do you think you're doing? Oh, oh my God. Yes, Aunt Opal grabs the magazine just as Billy was getting ready to unload. So he comes straight up into her face and Opal is covered in cum she drops the peanut butter sandwich onto his dick what on earth do you think you're doing oh oh my god (laughs) you can hear the (laughs) love that they added sound effects and then she dropped the the bread with the peanut butter right on his cock she runs away I guess to clean up 
and Billy is just left with a peanut butter-covered dick. And Opal decides that she needs to step in here. Billy needs to learn a lesson, specifically how to have sex with a woman. He says, masturbation is dirty. You should be fucking broads, fucking lots of broads. So uh, she teaches him how to kiss and then starts sucking his dick. I don't know if he comes, though. I mean, he already blew his load once. Did you see how I did that? Yeah, you do that to me. Man, Opal, you have a dick? I don't want to suck it. Uh, no, I think she just means that she wants him to go down on her. Do as I tell you. You'll like it. Eat Auntie's pussy. No, but just get down there and act like a man. She has got one hairy gash. This was the 70s. He's trying to eat her pussy, but you can tell he does not like it. It's not agreeing with him. No, no. Do what I did to you. I can't. Yes, you can. It won't hurt you. No. You better do as I tell you, Billy, or else I'm going to have to tell your mother you were playing with yourself. They're all going to laugh at you. They're all going to laugh at you. Oh, no, Aunt Opal, please don't do that. Then eat her pussy. Come on, man the fuck up. Then do as you're told. I'm going to show you how much better sex is with a woman than with yourself, whether you like it or not. Here, let's give it a little flavor. I knew it. I knew it. Boy, did I call that. (laughs) She takes some of the peanut butter that's on the sandwich and puts it on her pussy lips. There you go. You're good now. Yeah, he got the hang of it, and uh, he eventually fucks his aunt. The second he blows his load, though, she's up and out of there. She's like a guy. I gotta go. I gotta go to work early. I like this aunt. She's take charge, no nonsense, and assertive. Oh, your mother might be back at any moment. You'd better get dressed. Yeah, so she flies out of the bedroom. Meanwhile, what do you think the first thing this kid does after the aunt he just fucked leaves? All of a sudden, I was alone. And hungry for peanut butter? She'd gone. And and I started uh, masturbating again, like, right after she left. God, it hasn't even been five minutes. Take a break, dude. Because even though her screaming like that and everything... It, confused me i i still was aroused i i just couldn't help myself he just constantly masturbates furiously like there's something really wrong with this guy so i'm not gonna go through the whole movie here but there are other like weird scenes bunch of flashback sex like he he recounts one time when his friend uh tries to hook him up with a chess master like what a weird detail has nothing to do really with the plot it doesn't matter who she is really but okay they made her you know a woman obsessed with the game of chess but what's even weirder is the build-up right when his friend is talking to billy and was like hey i want to hook you up with this girl who likes chess she wants to go on a date with you right listen how the friend talks billy i fixed you up with a comely weight in search of her letharia I have no doubt but that out of innate impetuosity, she will allow you, old buddy, to cock it to her. Uh, what, uh, what, what do you mean? It's elementary, my dear boy, elementary. This gal Gloria is gorgeous and game. Uh, I don't, I'm, I, I'm not sure I understand what you're, what you're getting at. She's hungry for the hirsute horn. My lad, on such affairs as these, you may, nay, you must. I've counted five accents coming from this guy so far. Trust me that I know what I'm talking about. You know what? Uh, She wants to ball you. Here's the thing, though. She doesn't want to ball Billy. She hates Billy. So uh, luckily the friend is around and Billy talks to him, tries to get some advice. I don't know what to say to her. Listen, Billy boy, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. Which is like, this is a different accent, right? I'm going to go in there 
and set her up for you, okay? And you stand out of here and you just watch, you see? Maybe you even learn something. And then when I got her so tied up, she can't even resist you, then I'll signal you, you come in and take over. What could possibly go wrong? The friend is going to start fucking her, and then they're going to pull the old switcheroo. The friend will pull out of the pussy, and Billy will stick his in. Let's see how she reacts when uh, she sees that Billy is the one uh, actually plowing her. Get out. She's saying, get out. Get out of my pussy. This is uh, this is kind of like rape, right? I mean, she's getting fucked by someone she doesn't uh, want fucking her. I guess that's what makes the scene so hot in that 1970s kind of way. All right. Get out, creep pig. Yuck. God damn it, Jeff. That swine's got a slime all over me. Take it easy, Gloria. You're a goddamn creep yourself, Jeff. How could you even allow that little pawn to touch me? No more chess lessons for you. The friend just grabs this woman's head and uh, pushes it down on his dick. Shuts her right the fuck up. It's also, I guess, a little rapey. So there you go. Just a few scenes from the movie Confession of a Teenage Peanut Butter Freak. Peanut butter, by the way, does play a large part in this movie. It's not just in that scene with his aunt. When his friend is talking to him about setting him up with the chess girl, they're in a grocery store, and Billy, it's he grabs jars of peanut butter off the shelves, opens them, and sticks his finger in the jar to try each each of the, the peanut butter brands, and then he puts the jars back on the shelf. He most certainly was a peanut butter freak. I do have clips from another film I wanted to share with you. This is not pornographic. It's still poorly acted, though. I mean, it stars Anna Nicole Smith. May she rest in peace, my angel. I can't believe I'm going to have to do this, but I I think I should probably explain who Anna Nicole Smith was because there are some younger listeners who have no idea who she is. So Anna Nicole Smith is basically just a Playboy model from uh, the, the 90s. She was Playmate of the Year in 1993, and then she started doing some real modeling for, like, guests. She was, you know, the guest jeans girl, H&M, Lane Bryant. She kind of struggled with her weight for a while. She was the spokeswoman for Trim Spa, one of those dangerous over-the-counter weight loss pills you could take. She married, uh, in the 90s, she married, like, a 90-year-old guy. And, like, he died 13 months later. He was, like, an oil tycoon or something. Obviously, she was in it for the cash. She met him at a strip club, I think, where she was performing. Anyway, the the family of that old guy had Anna Nicole Smith in court for decades. They didn't want her getting that money, right? So, I mean, let's be I I loved Anna Nicole Smith. She had a reality TV show in the early 2000s. She died of an overdose in like 2007 or something. She had limited talent. She was a model, but then she sort of ballooned up. So, you know, what what could she do really? Aside from star in a reality show, try to lose weight, be a spokesperson for some dubious weight loss pills. Come to find out it wasn't the trim spa that helped her lose weight. It was um, the other 12 prescription pills she was addicted to. In the 90s, uh, Anna Nicole Smith acted in a few movies. They were all kind of like... B or C level movies. These are like direct to VHS or DVD movies. One such cinematic masterpiece uh, was titled Skyscraper. It was released in 1996 to video. The description of the movie even says uh, it borrows its plot primarily and heavily from the film Die Hard. It's like Die Hard, but instead of Bruce Willis. A dumb blonde with big tits is starring in it. In the film, Carrie Wink, played by Anna Nicole Smith, is a beautiful and voluptuous helicopter pilot. Meanwhile, a ruthless South African criminal mastermind prone to quoting Shakespeare is intent on collecting a series of four interlocking electronic devices or circuits that can somehow, quote, shift the balance of power in the world. They keep it pretty vague, though. We don't know what the hell these electronic devices do. Carrie, Ms. Wink, being a a helicopter pilot, has 
shuttled two of this uh, South African criminal's goons to the site of one of the exchanges for these devices. That's how she gets mixed up into the whole thing. So that's just kind of the plot of Skyscraper. What I have for you that I wanted to share are some uh, outtakes and bloopers uh, from Skyscraper. This is Anna Nicole Smith trying to recite lines. And what's great is she didn't memorize the script at all. I, I, I don't think she has the ability to memorize a script. The, uh, the director basically feeds her lines. Like, Anna, say this now. And then she repeats what the director says. But she has problems with even that. Van Nuys Tower, this is one rocket, Charlie. Van Nuys Tower, this is rocket one, Charlie. Nope, that was wrong. Close, but wrong. I'm heading eastbound, leaving your airspace. I'm heading eastbound. Leaving your airspace. Leading your airspace. Leading... He says, leaving your airspace. She says, leading, with a D, your hair space. I'm heading eastbound. Leaving your hair space. Leading your hair space. <laughs> I'm headed eastbound, leaving your airspace. I'm heading eastbound, leading <laughs> your hair. Okay, let's keep going. All right. Just shut <laughs> She's like nodding off as she's saying these lines. Like, she was obviously drugged up in the 90s. I'm heading eastbound, leading your hair... Okay, let's keep going. I don't know how this movie ever got made. Just shut the fuck up and let me think. Shit. How about your phone? Shit. How about your phone? (laughs) Shit. How about your phone? I gotta tell you, the acting in Confessions of a Teenage Peanut Butter Freak, that's like an Oscar-worthy performance compared to this. I'm gonna go try and find some kind of way out of here. You stay here and look for the... Why you work on this? Why you... Why you work on getting... Do what you can. I got... I'll try. Well, you work. That wasn't even acting. She's telling the other actor, look, just do your best. I'm going to, I don't know. I'll try. I'll try. I'm sorry. Well, you work on getting to the police, and I'm going to see if there's a way out. Well, you work on going to the police. I'm going to see if there's a way out of here. All right, I'm on it. Oh, that poor guy. You know, when he got hired for this job, he was like, I'm going to be in a real movie. He was so excited. And after a few minutes working with Anna Nicole Smith, he's like, fuck, this will never see the light of day. Van Nuys Tower, this is one rack of Charlie. Oh, no, we're back to that. Say it again. Van Nuys Tower. Van Nuys Tower. This is one rocket Charlie. This is one rocket Charlie. I'm 90% sure she did not say Van Nuys Tower. I think she said very nice. Very nice tower. Say it again. Van Nuys Tower. Van Nuys Tower. This is one Rocket Charlie. This is one Rocket Charlie. You know, I noticed like in some of the other bloopers where she's reciting the same lines over and over, she never says exactly the same thing. And I think that's because uh, she, again, doesn't memorize the lines. The director's just like, just kind of ad lib. Just say basically... Get out of the way, you're in danger. Fix our finish. What could be more important than finishing what we started? What could be so important than finishing what we started? Fed up with this shit! Damn it, Gordy! I'm tired of this shit! Oh, now we're really seeing her range. Angry Anna Nicole. I'm sorry, Carrie Wink. I'm from Mahia, Texas. All right, face it. Go this way, Anna. Keep rolling this way. Same line, please. Stay with me. Same cut. What did I say? Oh, you. The line was just saying where you're from. Well, excuse me for still believing in Jim's crispy fried chicken. Walks slow walks in the park and little babies. <laughs> Nailed it. I got a loss. Communication. Goddamn antenna broke off. I have no idea what she was trying to say there. I do know I have to see Skyscraper now. Like, I have to see the finished product. 
what they were able to salvage from Anna Nicole Smith's performance. Chauncey? Chauncey? Hello? Hello? Chauncey? Chauncey? <laughs> Chauncey? Pick up the phone, Chauncey! Gordy! Gordy! Chauncey? <laughs> okay, that's okay. Hello? Oh, he's not. Chauncey's not there, Anna. Shit. Again, the movie is Skyscraper, starring Anna Nicole Smith. Please, God, tell me it's on a streaming service. I have to see it. All right, in with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre, twisted, and fucked up news right now. <laughs> Review daily, please consider supporting this nonsense by signing up for the Sideshow DB's member side, where you get full access to the entire archive of programs. I've been at this thing since December 2004. You do the math, over 3,000 shows in the archives you will gain access to when you become a member of the Sideshow. More importantly, every week we do brand new Sideshow exclusive full length episodes of DV. Uh, usually two times a week, Tuesday and Thursday. That was the case this week. Sign up for the Sideshow right now and listen to uh, all of the exclusive content. Again, membership's very inexpensive, only $6.99 a month, even less when you opt for a quarterly, semi-annual, yearly, or lifetime membership. All major credit cards and PayPal accepted. There are other ways to support the show. We've got a Patreon account, patreon.com slash view. You can pledge as little as a dollar. If you pledge $5, you get access to a special voicemail line where I will play your calls first. And there are other perks depending on uh, what level you sign up at. Check it out. Patreon.com slash Distorted View. And now let's get into the news. I'm so enthused about the news. I'm so enthused about the we are running late today. I don't have time to play the whole song, even though I want to hear it. Uh, first story we have for you today comes from the United Kingdom. A mother just trying to protect herself and her family. She's being a mama bear protecting her cubs here. Uh, she was trying to protect her family from the coronavirus, but ended up being duped by false information. Oh, God, there's a lot of kooky false information online. What the hell did she do to her children? Anyone want to take a guess? Well, if you said she made them drink their own urine, ding, 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 you'd be right. We've heard about this before. We've played clips uh, from various TV shows where people just, you know, drink their own pee on a daily basis because they really think it's helping them. It's the strangest thing to believe that, first of all, this, this, this stuff is already in your system. It's inside of you. So why would putting it back in your body do something special wasn't working out so great the first time well you know it wasn't doing anything for you uh before you pissed it out why is it all of a sudden a miracle the second time it, it, you know it, it's inside of you for four days the british woman and her four kids gulped down their own urine believing it would protect them from covid19 Urine is a waste product of the body. Its consumption is generally frowned upon in westernized medicine. According to a 2015 study conducted by the Journal of Clinical and Aesthetic Dermatology, the mother said she puts her faith in natural cures. Well, go pick some fucking plants. Rub some aloe on your skin or something. Piss is not a natural cure. Uh, the medical community hasn't yet recognized anything as a cure for COVID-19, P included. To date, vaccines are the only thing clinically proven to prevent COVID-19 illnesses. But the mom cited a debunked conspiracy theory involving Bill and Melinda Gates when voicing her distrust of vaccines. Now, keep in mind, that conspiracy theory has nothing to do with P. It's just something else batshit insane that she read on the Internet. Apparently, she just believes everything. Misinformation has proven to be a detriment to public health throughout the pandemic. Aside from drinking urine, many so-called cures or preventative measures have proven futile. One of the most notable false cures made headlines last spring when our dear leader, President Donald Trump, mused aloud about ingesting bleach to combat the virus. 
Oh, and remember, shining light inside of the body. That might help. Hydroxychloroquine. That might help. None of those helped. Uh, This prompted fierce backlash from health officials, political rivals, and bleach manufacturers. Everyone was piling on poor Trump there. Uh, Their efforts fell short because people still tried it. Just days later, officials began reporting cases of people drinking cleaning products in an attempt to protect themselves from the coronavirus. You know, before President Trump mentioned the bleach thing, I don't think a lot of people were ingesting bleach. The piss thing, though, that's been around for a long time. People think they can prevent cancer by drinking piss. They uh, they rub the pee on their skin. They say it gets rid of their crow's feet, keep, keeps their skin soft. Oh, just for fun, let's take a few minutes and listen to one piss-drinking freak. My name is Carrie. I'm 53 years old. I'm from Colorado Springs, Colorado, and I'm addicted to drinking my urine. Drink it like I'm in a beer drinking contest. (laughs) It's easier to drink than water. She chugs that shit. For the past four years, Carrie has been drinking nearly all of her urine. It started as just one glass in the morning. Now she consumes up to five glasses every day. I like warm pee. Why have I never isolated that audio before? It's a good little sound bite. Uh, it doesn't stop with uh, just drinking the pee, though. Carrie has also found other ways to consume urine besides drinking. I use urine for toothpaste. I think it's brightening my teeth from the inside out. Oh, yeah. I use urine under my eyes, in my ears, behind my ears, through my hair. It's a perfume. Adding it to your bath is really good for your skin. Aged urine is real good for... Uh, lotion replacement. Aged urine is pretty much what it sounds like. It's just pee that's been left out for, you know, a month or two. <laughs> Gets really pungent, I think. This is my eye cup. What the, is that a thing? What, what the hell's an eye cup? Never heard of that before. It just looks like a small, a really tiny glass cup. This is my eye cup. And I fill it up with urine and then hold it over my eye with my eye open. It's not easy. Because it burns. Oh, oh, God. How, how, how has she never acquired pink eye from that? She keeps her eye open, puts this cup of piss over it, really lets that piece soak into her eyeball. Not, I'm not sure of the purpose there, but I think we've, we've heard enough from the piss lady. Second story we have for you today. Oh, looky here. We got one from our most fucked up stage. Say it with me. Praise Jesus. Give me hallelujah. Hallelujah. Get home of Florida. Get home A man who was spotted pleasuring himself inside of a Kia in a Walmart parking lot told Florida cops that he was just lonely because his former girlfriend was in Colorado. Oh, well, then by all means, continue wanking. We didn't realize you were lonely. Poor guy. Also, it's not like it's your current girlfriend. My girlfriend's visiting relatives. I haven't been able to have sex in like a week. And I, I was just backed up. No, this is like an ex-girlfriend. Go find some new pussy. And if you can't, well, that's your problem. Go masturbate at home. Why do you have to masturbate right then and there at a Walmart parking lot? I guess that's the real question. Whether it's a current girlfriend that's far away or an ex-girlfriend, whatever. You can go home and, and masturbate in the comfort of your bathroom, bedroom, living room, wherever. Police were summoned yesterday afternoon to a Walmart in Vero Beach by a woman who reported that a man who was parked next to her was masturbating. Oh, he wanted to look at women while he was masturbating. Does he not have a cell phone? Just get on Pornhub. It's way more interesting than the fat asses waddling their way out of Walmart. Do you have a fucking mobility scooter fetish? Is that the deal? What is it about a Walmart parking lot that's doing it for you? Maybe he's one of those guys that, like, uh, get off to inanimate objects. You know, like, he's sexually attracted to the Eiffel Tower. Maybe this guy 
gets boners for cart corrals. I guess we should read on. Police were summoned yesterday uh, to a Walmart in Vero Beach by a woman who reported that a man was parked next to her and was masturbating while behind the wheel of a car that had its driver's side window open. Upon arriving at the parking lot, cops stopped a Kia with an out-of-state plate and asked the driver to exit the vehicle. Can I pull my pants up first? When Kyle Weiss, 26, stepped out of the car, there was little doubt he was the suspect being sought. I noticed he had an obvious erection protruding in his shorts. Like, you would think when he saw the cops coming, like approaching him, that would scare him enough that would just make his boner shrink almost immediately. No, he stayed hard, though. Maybe this is part of it for him. He's a real thrill seeker when it comes to masturbation. All right. uh, Weiss initially denied exposing himself and claimed that he was at the retailer as a food shopper adding that his business is like Uber Eats, buying food and then delivering it to customers. During further questioning, though, Weiss reportedly admitted that he was lying to police. Asked by an Indian River County Sheriff's Office deputy how he crossed over from doing his work business to playing with himself, Weiss said that he's lonely as his ex-girlfriend is in Colorado. Weiss also claimed that he did not realize that he could be seen playing with himself, Whoops. Yeah, that's my bad. That's on me. Weiss was arrested for exposure of sexual organs and disorderly conduct, both of which are misdemeanors. Weiss was released last night from the county jail after posting a $1,000 bond and is scheduled to be arraigned on March 23rd. Finally, today, freaks, I've got a very serious, very somber story about bullying. Shannon was used to her socially awkward son being bullied by other boys at the private school that he attended in Atlanta. But when she picked him up from school in mid-January and her eighth grader told her he was being called a simp, Shannon, who's only using her first name to protect her son's identity, didn't know what to think. He's telling me this, and I'm driving, and I'm trying to make sense of it all. I'd never heard the word before. He told me... It basically means that I'm just being nice to girls because I like them, she said. I was like, wait, my kid's being picked on for being nice to girls? Yeah, that's right. That's a simp, baby. Your son's a simp. For those of uh, you who don't know what simp means, it basically means just being nice to someone because you like them. You want to date this person. They don't like you, but you're going to just do nice things for them. It's, it's, you know, being sad and pathetic in the hopes that eventually they'll realize what a catch you are and fall in love with you. Like this is a fucking rom-com or something. It's not how the world works, baby. It's all about chads and sigma males getting red-pilled, whatever that means. I'm still not sure what the red pill thing is. All right, uh, he's telling me this, that I'm just being nice to girls because I like them. And I was like, wow, my kid's being picked on for being nice to girls? Her son had told her that he had recently been put in the friend zone by one of the girls who made it clear that she wasn't interested in dating him, but they continued to be friendly. You do all these things as a parent to raise your kid right and to be nice to everyone, especially kids without many friends. And you never think that by making your kid the nice one, you could be making them a target for bullies. Yeah, that sounds like high school to me. The nice ones are the nerds. The assholes are the cool ones. That's what makes them cool. Simp is slang for a person, typically a man, who is desperate for attention and affection of someone else, typically a woman, said Connor Howlett, 23, a digital strategist for Turner PR in New York. I love that mainstream media is catching on to what simps are and they're running news stories about it. It's funny. Uh, Quote, think the energy of puppy dog eyes, but manifested in a romantic human form, Howlett said. It's used in an insulting manner. Though typically playful, there are definitely undertones of toxic masculinity since it's related to showing too much emotion. Florida mother Karen McClung first encountered the word in group chats that she closely monitors with her 11-year-old daughter and 12-year-old son. I saw the word and I quickly looked it up, she said. I asked my kids what they thought it meant, and my son said it. it's basically if you had $1,000 and you could do anything with it, you'd use it to get the attention of a girl. Then everyone would make fun of you. 
while she said that her son wasn't being called the simp in the thread. My son isn't a dork. He's one of the cool ones. I swear. He's not a simp. Uh, She said that she's curious to see how it impacts my son because he's very chivalrous by nature. And simps can have different contexts depending on the age group using it, said Laura Kapanis, a clinical social worker in Sonoma County, California. Depending on if it's a middle schooler or a high schooler, it could be different, she said. And it's not just boys talking about simps and simping either. Girls in high school sometimes throw out the term to their high school girlfriends. Some kids I've talked to have said that it's not a derogatory term. It's sort of like teasing someone. I love the next part of this news story because it's such an adult parental way of dealing with like when your child is crying because he was called a simp at school. That's a good thing. You know what? You should be proud to be a simp. You should walk into school tomorrow and tell your friends the next time they call you a simp. Yes, I'm a simp. Yes, I'm nice to girls because that's how my mom raised me. One way to think of a simp, said Sean Davis, a marriage and family therapist, said, is uh, simply someone who is ahead of their time. See, though it hurts in the moment, in the big picture, a boy who's called a simp can wear it as a badge of honor. Today's boys are being raised in the middle of the biggest redefinition of male gender roles in recent history. Should I be kind and sensitive or distant and aloof when trying to win a partner over? So yeah, it's good to be a simp. Okay, I'm sure all the kids in high school will see the error in their ways. Could you imagine what would happen if, like, this nerdy kid walked into school and said, you know what, you were right, I am a simp. All the kids are like, oh my god, I can't believe he admitted to it. Parents are so out of touch. Like, this news story is ridiculous. If someone is being called out for always simping the girls, he could turn it around and say, it's tough being the lone soldier simp nice guy. Who wants to join me? No one. No one will join you. You'll be eating lunch alone, simp boy. Telling the bully, that's right, I'm a simp, while holding your head up high and walking away can help, as bullies usually give up if they don't succeed in tearing the other person down. And you could tell yourself that being bullied is simply the price a revolutionary has to pay for standing up for what's right. Here's some advice. Just stop simping. The best way to do that is to get laid. Just get get it out of your system. Try fucking your aunt. Spread some peanut butter on her hairy pussy. Go to town. She'll teach you how to be a man. I learned that in a movie. All right, uh, there you go. That, my friends, is your distorted news for Friday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. All right, we made it through another week, freaks. Uh, I've got just a few voicemails I want to share with you because we're running a bit late and I'm posting the show late. Did want to remind you, though, that there are many ways to contact the show. Show at distortedview.com. That's my email address. Voicemail line for you, 206-666-4463. I'm all over social media at distortedview on Twitter and Instagram, facebook.com slash distortedviewshow. Hang out with the other freaks in the Discord. There's a link on the main navigation bar over there at distortedview.com. And uh, we've got a subreddit, distortedview.reddit.com, if you want to submit some news stories or DV-worthy content. Hey, 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 Tim. It's uh, Thank Tim here. Thank Tim. Just wanted to call in and let you know I'm alive and well. Uh, not up to any silly shenanigans. Good. Life's been pretty tame and calm, which is... Good. That's good for you. Lay low. I like it. And I just wanted to wish you a uh, Merry Christmas. I'm a little behind on these voicemails. And a wonderful new year. Hopefully you'll get this, uh, you know, within the week. But uh, we'll see since uh, it's technically Christmas Eve. But uh, love you, buddy. Have a good one. Closer to Christmas 2021. That's my fault, though. Thank you so much, Dank Tim, for the uh, nice holiday uh, greeting, I guess. Uh, love you too, buddy. I, I was talking to someone on Twitter. Illyrio. It's Illyrio's birthday, DB listener Illyrio. He wanted me to do my thing. Unfortunately, uh, Illyrio is not um, a normal name, so getting help from Richard Simmons is going to be a little tough. Allie. How about Allie? Illyrio. Uh, how about... Alejandro. Happy A little better, right? I guess we could always go with the standard... You asshole, you. Happy, happy, 
birthday. Happy birthday. Oh, my little sugar to you. Happy birthday, uh, Illyrio. All right, let's do another voicemail here. Hey, I don't know what you guys are doing calling in to me and giving me that bullshit about changing my phone number. I'd like you guys to stop it. And by the way, I'm with Cricket Mobile, not Verizon. Fuck you guys. Sounds like a Brad Carter uh, situation. One being pranked there. Uh, One more here. Merry Christmas, Timmy Boo. It's Corbin Guy. And I hope you are having one fagorific fucking time. Yay! It's I a- always have a fagorific time. Holiday, so have a reason to do something weird. All right, take care. All right, thank you very much, Corbin Guy. I think that's the first time we've heard from Corbin Guy. Uh, thank you very much for calling into the voicemail line. I want you guys to call in as well. Even if it's just to say hi. Again, I'm a little behind, as you can tell, but I will get around to playing all your calls. That is all the time we have on this edition of the program. Watch you guys email me. Show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you, 206 666 4463. That's 206 Oh, God. I like warm pee. Spread the distortion, STD. Tell all your friends about the program. Don't forget to rate us and review us wherever you can criticize podcasts. Guys, thank you so much for a great week of programs. I will be back on Monday to do it all over again. Until then, bye, everybody. Maria Athens signing off. This has been another excellent podcast from the Scrod Media Group. Learn more at scrod.net.